with Feel Good Music by Day, relaxing music by night. This is Inspire Radio. Be happy, be inspired. Welcome to the Inspire Radio podcast. This podcast is an opportunity to listen again to one of the many inspirational and thought-provoking interviews first broadcast on Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio brings you inspirational interviews, news of events, workshops and seminars, plus great music too. Online, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, Inspire Radio is your truly feel-good radio station. For more information and to listen to Inspire Radio, why don't you check out inspireradio.co.uk. Check out our Facebook page too, where we've got details of events on there. Our Facebook page is at Inspire Radio UK. Now sit back and enjoy this Inspire Radio podcast. With inspirational guests from across the world, this is Inspire Radio. Hello and welcome to Inspired Conversations with me, Ruth Owen. Today, my guest is Yasmina Fadley. Now, Yasmina comes from Kanoka in Belgium. And I met Yasmina a couple of years ago when we were studying together in Estonia. And I can tell you, she's enormous fun. And Yasmina has two main missions in life. She's a very well-regarded business and sales strategist, working with small businesses to help increase their sales by up to 25%. Now, Yasmina has an amazing track record. 20 years ago, she was the first woman in the port of Antwerp to be selling forklift trucks. And she was so successful at it that she is now going back to the tactics she used then to help small businesses in Belgium. But sales is not her only ambition in life. Yasmina has a massive desire to help teenagers around the world, as you'll find out. With feel-good music by day, relaxing music by night, this is Inspire Radio. Be happy, be inspired. So, Yasmina, what do you mean by bringing back humanity into the sales process? Okay, so what I saw over the last couple of years, 20 years in sales, was that I saw a lot of salespeople not taking the time to find out if the products or services they were offering matched the needs or the challenges of their customers. So what I would see was salespeople selling something, pushing the customer into uh, buying what they were pushing, but it wasn't necessarily a match to what they needed. And that is just because there's a lack of humanity then, because there's a lack of of how do you say it? Empathy. Yes, of empathy and of the the want to know the customer better than just seeing him or her as a buyer, right? So so you're talking about it's compassion as well. It's it's wanting to understand where somebody else is coming from and and what motivates them and what their needs are. Yeah. Exactly. Also. And also... How can I serve them? That was so mind-boggling for me. No one was looking at how can I bring the best solution, you know? I've had many times that a customer would ask me something or had a challenge that I couldn't fulfill with what I was offering. 
But then I would say, don't worry. I've got a broad, a big network. I will look into my network and look who can help you. Even if it was a competitor that was doing that kind of thing, I would give them the name of the customer just to make sure that the customer got what he really needed and what he really, yeah, what he really needed. Exactly. Wow. And and that is the game changer, right? For me, that's the game changer because I see that a lot of my customers, even back from 20 years ago where I sold them forklifts, they're still, if I would meet them right now, not that I'm still in the industry, but if I would meet them right now in a bar or whatever, well, not right now, but you know what I mean, they would still buy me a beer because they never had the feeling that I con them or push them into something they didn't need or didn't want or couldn't afford or stuff like that. So I still am regarded as someone that's very honest, very transparent, and very willing to find the solution that meets the need or the 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 want of, of what is what is at that moment. And Yasmina, do you think that the world is shifting in business at the moment, notwithstanding the, the coronavirus mess that uh, the world is in mm. at the moment? But, but do you think there is a, a fundamental shift in business as to how we do business and how we relate to people that we are serving? Yeah, I think I'm seeing a, a, a small shift and I'm hoping that what's happening right now in the world, that that will kind of give an awakening to business owners, entrepreneurs, CEOs, all management, all, all those people involved, that they, I hope that they take the opportunity to go within and really connect with their purpose, their why, and see if that is still what they're doing in, in the action. So I'm, I am seeing shifts because I'm seeing people with a lot of knowledge and expertise getting out of corporate and getting into the service of, of helping their customers um, with their knowledge and expertise. So I, I'm seeing the shift, but I think it will take a long time before we see that globally and where the money or the targets are second to what the customer wants or needs. That's what I want to see. And that's sometimes forgotten. Yes. Well, let's take a small break. Let's yes. some music and we'll come back to talk to Yasmina Fadli. Stay happy, stay inspired. Inspire Radio. So welcome back to Inspired Conversations, where I'm talking to Yasmina Fadli in Belgium. Now, Yasmina, you were talking about your attitude to sales and, and the corporate world and how you see service being the game changer in serving your customers. But I want to shift emphasis slightly because that is a byproduct, if you like, of your main passion in life. So I'd like you to explain to listeners what your main passion is that drives you. Mm. I've got two, two big missions in my life. So one is to change the sales game altogether. But the biggest mission that I have is to help teenagers worldwide. So I want to help millions of teenagers. I want them to go back into their strengths, to understand that they are talented and unique and that they are needed in the world, that there is a future they can create beyond their imagination, but they just need to go through teen life as we all have done uh, in the past. But my, my main mission in life is to make sure that every teenager understands that there is a future waiting for them. They can create it if they, are, if they base it on their talents, their passions, and their own mission. And that's the biggest why for me or the biggest purpose for me. 
So why teenagers? Where did this passion come from? Yeah, funny you should ask. I was I was such a messed up, troubled, lonely, abandoned teenager. I myself, at 14, I was abandoned, which led into uh, making wrong decisions, hanging out with the wrong crowd, um, doing drugs, doing alcohol, just because I, I wasn't seen enough. Uh, my father abandoned my mother and my brother when I was very young, and he didn't look out for us. He didn't pay any allowances. And so my mother was really focused on surviving. She didn't know uh, how else to pay attention to us because she was just focusing on working hard, providing us with food, having a, uh, a roof over our head. And so we were left at our own, how do you say it? Our, our own devices. Yes, exactly. And so I've done all the wrong things that you could do as a teenager. And that means today I'm still very connected, not from a, a sad part or, or whatever, but or troubled part because I, I worked through all these kind of things, but I'm still very much connected to that teenager. And when I look at my life now and I look at the teenager that I was at 14, she would have never dreamt what I am creating right now or what I have created till now. Well, it's, so, it's a remarkable journey. I mean, how did you manage it? Right. Well, how did I manage it? It took me until I think 30, 33 years that my eyes really opened. I was standing on a Monday, on a Sunday morning uh, in a club at 5 a.m. And it was like the, the, the light came in or something. I can't describe it, but it's like in the movies where you have a certain thing that's happening and everything goes in slow motion. And I saw all these people standing in the bar in the club and I was like, what am I doing here? Why am I here? So I got into my car I went home and I never returned to the clubbing scene again. So I stopped everything, drugs, alcohol, blah, blah, blah. And so I started the personal development route. So I came in contact with a coach and he suggested me, uh, he, he suggested to me to do an NLP course, which I then did. And I started to implement, although I was already reading a lot of spiritual things and personal development books and all these kind of things when even when I was 14 years old, I never started implementing it until I was 34. And so how that's you, really how, when it all started. I say, but, but how did you come across self-development books at age 14 if you were right? the wrong crowd? That's amazing. It's so funny. The, I remember the first book that I read was the uh, Celestine Prophecies. Yeah. That was such an like, woo, that was an eye opener for me or something. But I always liked reading. We lived in a street with on the corner of the street, there was a library. So you could always find me in the library reading, getting books, reading them, bringing them back, all these kind of things. It's like my mother was also already reading Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra in those days. So it, it naturally came into my hands or something like that. Well, you were very lucky in that sense, because I would imagine that a lot of teenagers who are in that kind of environment where they're not really supported and they're not guided and they don't have a lot of wealth around them to help them with their dreams and what have you. But a lot of them will not be in an environment where there is access to Wayne Dyer books and self-development books. So, so how do you get that message across to teenagers who have no idea of the self-development world? No, so 
I, I try to stay away from terms like personal development or spirituality when I work with the teens, but I try to give them um, I try to give them a perspective that is of course based on what I already read or trained or did courses in, but I do it in the language they speak. Yes, that's important, isn't it? Yes, yes, because they need if if you don't speak their language and thank God I still I, I still speak a little bit street, you know, because I am from the streets. So, because I talk to them in their language, they automatically it's something that happens. I don't know how it happened, but it's something that I uh, apparently um radiate or something but because i talk the same language i feel their pain i can feel what they are struggling with or stuff like that they feel my honesty my authenticity and they feel the the real reason why i'm there to help them it's not for my gain it's not for my name or my fame it's really because i don't want to have a teenager that doesn't have access to someone who wants to listen to them so how do you get in touch with these teenagers and how do they find you and do you have online courses or do you have classrooms or, or how does it work so the first time i uh, started working with teenagers and i'm still doing it uh, to this day is I was invited by the institute where I did my NLP course uh, because they were doing already a program in, in a high school. And so they said, because of my background, they said, okay, I think you will be very good in connecting with these teenagers. Will you give it a try? And so that's the first time I entered this program in a high school in Antwerp where there are, I think, more than 100 and something nationalities in one school together. And because I'm half Moroccan, half Belgium, it also helps to connect with those teenagers. And because of my personal background, that also helps, of course. And so this program is really focused on helping teenagers create an identity that is theirs. Because I believe if we put a teenager into their own identity, if they form their own identity, if they know what they like, what they don't like, what is true to them, which is, of course, almost always higher values, right? Mm. Then if they are strongly connected with their identity, they are less, uh, how do you say it, less influenceable yes. by others. Yes. And it's because of the lack of connection with their own identity, and I was the same, that I would let others tell me things just for me to connect with them because then I would feel some kind of connectedness anyway instead of connecting to, with my own identity. Don't know if it makes sense. It does make perfect sense because self-identity and knowing who you are then gives you naturally your sense of boundaries and what people are allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do and what line they can't cross when it comes to you. And Exactly. Yes. Trying to get you. you to do something that you don't want to do. And exactly. If you have no sense of, of who you are and what you're about, it's much easier to influence you, isn't it? Exactly. To do bad things or to, to allow others to do things to you that you don't want to have done to you anyway, but you can't say no. And so combining that connection with identity and then giving, creating together with them their own vision for their future, if you have the strong self-identity and then your own vision for your future, and you connect both of them, then every step the teenager will make will be in function of that vision and that identity. And it will bring them to a brighter future 
that they can see, that they can feel, that they can touch. That sounds fantastic. But how do you get a teenager who really has no hope and can't mm. see beyond the end of their nose and can't see any kind of future for themselves? How do you get them to envision what their life could possibly be? good question that might be the hardest or maybe the simplest <laughs> the simplest task um, to do with the teenagers so it's a two-day program right in the high schools and so we do it with the 18 years old that are ready to go to either university or start their life or whatever they want but so we always start from the basis so we start with the identity who are you what makes you happy what are your talents? What are your passions? What is important to you? So they make like a, a kind of tree, let's say, or, or a chart where they put all these elements together. By putting that already on paper, it gives them already a little bit more clarity on who they are. So it, it creates already the first connection with their identity, right? And the next step is, okay, now what is your vision? And then we have to help them to think big, to dream big, to set big targets because if we reach for the stars, we might land on the moon, right? Yes. But if we, if we reach for the end of the street, then we might end in the half of the street. So yeah. for me, the, the dream big is really important. And that's something we need to have them tap into their creativity, into their imagination and go beyond what they believe they can achieve. That's great. Wonderful. Well, let's take another break and we'll come back in a couple of minutes to talk to Yasmina further. Stay happy, stay inspired. With inspirational guests from across the world, this is Inspire Radio. Welcome back to Inspired Conversations with me, Ruth Owen, and Yasmina Fadley, who's talking to me from Belgium. So Yasmina, we were talking before the break about your programme for teenagers in Belgium, how do we transfer that to the current situation around the world where there's many countries in essential lockdown and young people as well as other members of the family are in confined spaces and they are feeling incredibly vulnerable and some of them may be in danger. How do we help those teenagers and what can you offer them by way of help, assistance, encouragement? That's the question that had me laying awake at night from the moment we went into lockdown. Because the first thing, of course, there are the elderly and the virus and all these kind of things. But for me, of course, my mission is to help teenagers. So for me, the first thing I thought about was, what can I do to help these teenagers, like you are saying, that are now maybe not all of them, eh? but uh, some of them are in abusive uh, households. Others are in households that don't have a lot of means and are with many in a small space, right? That's a lot of pressure on people, right? Exactly, exactly. But also, there are so many teenagers, these teenagers that are feeling depressed, that are not connected with their identity and therefore are feeling lonely and isolated and that in itself, right? So all these teenagers, because the suicide rates, I don't know in the UK, but globally, I believe the suicide rates among, amongst teens has been the highest that we've ever seen in, the, in life. And so that's the first thing two weeks ago when we went into lockdown here in Belgium, the first thing that I was thinking about, what can I do? 
to reach out to these teenagers that really need someone to hang on to, to uh, get inspired by, to just have someone to listen to them. So it took me a while to think about how can I reach them. And so I, I threw a video out um, on social media which is being shared immensely. Um, so thank you for everyone sharing. Saying that if you know a teenager that just needs someone to listen to, to, to talk to or to be inspired by or whatever, I'm offering my services for free. A teenager should never pay for anything that I'm offering. That's my credo. So, so yeah, that's the only thing right now that I know how to try to help them anyway. It's like, find me on social media, Send me, an, send me a message saying you are in need of a talk and I will call you, do a Zoom, do a messenger, do a whatever, FaceTime, WhatsApp, whatever, so that I can stay connected to them. They can stay connected to me, but we can work on, on their future even in these times where, we, where teenagers might not see a future. Because it's still uncertain if they can graduate or not. Yes, there's so much uncertainty. Exactly. It's really difficult for teenagers. Uh, I have children also who are supposedly sitting exams this summer and there's still uncertainty about whether they're going to have to sit them now or later or in the Mm. summer. It is a cause of stress for them. It's an incredibly generous offer you've made there, Yasmina, to to talk to any teenager out there who feels the need to get some support. What I would like to do is if you can send me the post you put on social media, I'll make sure that it's it's on our website so that if people listen and they can't make a note of where to find you, at least they can find it by going onto our website, www.in inspireradio.co.uk perfect i will i will do that and and even though we are in the uk and and um in belgium i'm pretty sure um, there are people globally listening to this for me it's 24 7 so if a teenager is in singapore and it's a different time zone then i will make sure that i get up at night or whatever to make sure that I connect with them. Um, I don't mind doing that at all. That's amazing, Yasmina. Well, I hope you have a, an army of people who are trained to do what you do, because <laughs> you might be- That's my day. big vision, Ruth. That's my big vision. I want to create something that is globally, that we can touch and reach these teenagers around the world. And there are already many initiatives, I'm sure, but I've got a vision that goes beyond what I can do right now. That's a great, great vision. So. Tell me about it. What what is it called and, and how will it operate? So the name of the, I want to create a foundation, which is called the Trailblazer Foundation. And I want to have many trailblazers that are part of this foundation to show teenagers that no matter where you are coming from, no matter what your background is, no matter how deep and depressed you've ever been in your life, there's another life waiting for you. There's another future waiting for you. My vision is to have a foundation that runs next to the high school systems because the high school, the education systems are what they are, right? But I believe there are a lot of things that are not being provided by the education system. And I want to put that next to it. And I want to offer it to teenagers for free. So that's why I'm doing the corporate game changers to make a lot, a lot of money and pour it into the Trailblazer Foundation so all teenagers in the world can be helped. And skills like uh, how to deal with your emotions, how to create your own identity, how to overcome depressed feelings, isolation, all this kind of, how to overcome your own negative self-talk, right? And especially with teenagers, 
they're more in their heads than they are feeling uh, their body. So um, how to overcome pain, how to overcome abandonment, and also how to manage your money, how to start your career, how to vision, how to dream big, how to create a life that is big because it is possible. And so, yeah, as you can see, I, when I get passionate, I, can, <laughs> I, I, I cannot stop talking about it. <laughs> I think it's, it's a fantastic vision. And how needed is that around the globe? Because I think we're, we're seeing that the education system is failing. It's not providing our young people with the skills and the necessary equipment to go out into the world and create their own lives. Yes. It, it's just failing. And yes. to, to have a facility like that, accessible by all I mean it's a it's a wonderful vision so thank you how are you going to um, find your partners because this this will require many many partners around the world absolutely well I never know how I I realize something but somehow I will meet the right people and and being able to implement it so yeah I'll go with the flow and so maybe uh, your listeners can spread the words and if there are people that are uh, are interested they always can contact me because at the end of 2020 beginning of 2021 I want this trailblazer foundation to have a liftoff and to start reaching and connecting with these teenagers so I never know how but the way will always reveal itself and that's what I trust and that's what I have experienced in the past as well so fantastic vision Yasmina and what is the catchphrase that you you would like Mm. to let everybody know about yeah for me there is no cell in my body that will turn a teenager away so for me i will do no matter what and no teenager will be left behind on my watch that is the inspirational quote of the day if not the week yasmina Fadley, <laughs> that is an amazing vision and we wish you all the best with your endeavor and all the best with your trailblazer foundation and if any of our listeners can offer some assistance please do get in touch we'll leave yasmina's details on the website for you to find her so yasmina thank you it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you we've enjoyed chatting today and yes. about your vision so i'd like to wish you all the best and um, i hope to speak to you soon about an up date that will be good absolutely thank you so much Ruth for inviting me it's always a pleasure to connect with you to feel your positive and bubbly vibes and you are an amazing woman doing this inspired radio so I wish you all the best and I wish that you reach a lot of people with your inspirational um, conversations so Thank Thank you you so much, Ruth. Thank you. That's really kind of you, Yasmina. Thank you to everybody for listening. We hope to see you again soon. So be happy, be inspired. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Maybe you would like to join us as a guest on Inspire Radio. Maybe you'd like to feature on our Inspire Radio directory. If you would and you'd like to get in touch, then simply enter your details on the contact page at inspireradio.co.uk. Remember to give our Facebook page a like as well, at Inspire Radio UK. And once again, thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast from Inspire Radio. And have the best day you possibly can. Be happy, be inspired.
With inspirational guests from across the world, this is Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio.